Welcome once again to Precepts on Spirit Podcast. I'm Reverend Dr. Timilulua Liu, and I'm excited to come your way one more time today. We're still on Matthew chapter 1 verse 6 as we study the Bible line upon line, precepts upon precepts. Uh, Matthew chapter 1 and verse 6. And Jesse begat David the king, and David the king begat Solomon of her that had been the wife of Uriah. So we're talking about David. Uh, David was a pivotal uh, point, as it were, in the genealogy of Jesus. You remember uh, Matthew chapter 1 verse 2 says, Jesus, the son of David, the son of Abraham. The royal line that eventually produced Jesus uh, started with this man called David. And I want us to look at one more thing from the life of David today uh, to inspire you in your own work with God and in your preparation for the future. How did God trust David so much with the royal line of Israel? I mean, for a perpetual, uh, 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 with a perpetual ordinance, uh, meaning to say his descendants will always remain king. I mean, this was big, this was huge. How did God trust him so much? How did David qualify himself for the great future? He became the patriarch of Jesus Christ. Not just one of the patriarchs, I mean the patriarch. In the New Testament, they kept referring to Jesus as the son of David. Remember, Jesus was born in the city of Bethlehem called the city of David. Even the keys, he said, I will give you the keys of David. He said, the keys with, with which when shut, no man can open. And when he opens, no man can shut. So Jesus holds the key of David as a symbol of his final authority. Who is this man called David? The church is referred to as the tabernacle of David. Who is this man called David? Who is he? According to prophecies, Jesus will sit on the throne of David, his father. David was one of a kind. And so one of the things I found out about David is that nothing dies in his hand, so to speak. In other words, he's the kind of person that God could leave a thing with and go to sleep. The kind of man that God could count on. And that is my charge for you today. Can God count on you? You know, I read for Samuel chapter 17, and um, uh, that was where David killed Goliath. But the story did not start from David killing Goliath, no. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, from verse 17, you read how Jesus said unto David his son, Take for your brothers an ephah of this patch corn, ten loaves also, and run to the camp to thy brothers. Run to the camp to thy brothers. And carry these ten cheeses unto the captain of their thousand. And look how your brothers fare. And take their pledge. Now, Saul and they and all the men of Israel were in the valley of Elah fighting with the Philistines. So, they were sending him to the war front with foods. Now, I mean, David could actually have given excuses. 
right. But this is the kind of person that could be counted upon. He refused to give excuses. You were sending him to the war front in the valley. They were fighting with the Philistines. The next line, David arose early in the morning. No delay, no holding back. Ha. When God asks you to do something, do you give excuses or execution? What do you do? Are you like David that God can count on for execution rather than excuses? Rose up early in the morning. Left the ship with a keeper. That is another sign of responsibility. That this is a man you could count on. The father, he, he could have told his father, who will handle the ship? He, he had enough excuses to give. Ah, he could have told his dad, ah, I don't know how to fight war. Will you send me to the battlefield? No, 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 no. Rose up early in the morning. He looked for somebody. The father did not have to, have to bother about the sheep. He could have told his father, Dad, I'm going to, at least you know you sent me on the run, so sort out the sheep. You know, that's how a lot of people will behave today. But David is the kind of person you could count on. He looked for a sheep, a keeper for the sheep. He was the one who left the sheep with the keeper. Bible said he took and went as Jesse had commanded him and he came to the trench as the host was going forth to the fight and shouted for the battle. He was, he got there at the time that battle was just beginning. David left his carriage in the hand of the keeper of the carriage. Can you see that? Even his carriage, he left it in the hand of a keeper. This one, nothing can get lost. Nothing can die in his hands. Once you commit something to the hands of David, be it sheep, be it food, be it carriage, whatever, you can go to rest. He's the kind of man you could count on. And he ran into the army. <laughs> his father had sent him on there and he had to deliver the food. He ran into the army came and saluted his brethren and as he talked with them behold there came up the champion the philistine of god goliath by name now this was where goliath began to torment israel and he spoke and david heard him and something turned in the heart of david this goliath was tormenting and you know challenging the entire nation of israel and nobody could stand up with him and I mean, they had reasons. Goliath was a giant and all of that. They had excuses why they could not go. But not David. Ah, no, 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 not David, not David, not David, not David. And I'm asking you today again, what, what, what are you going to bring to the table? Is it excuses or execution? Is it reasons or result? Is it complaint or commitment? What are you going to bring to the table? Each time your mouth is filled with complaints, it is because there is no commitment. Each time you have several reasons to give why something did not work, it is because you were not, you were not determined to give result. Each time you come with excuses, it is because you have not made up your mind to execute that thing. David was very you could count on him very responsible you could count on him for results you could count on him for commitment you could count on him for execution and let me tell you the three hours of leadership three hours of leadership 
you must be reasonable, you must be relatable, and you must be responsible. What we're looking at here is a man that was very responsible. Very, very responsible. You could count on him. You could leave everything in his hand and go to sleep. By the time he faced Goliath, he had enough excuses, enough reasons why he could not go to fight that guy. First, he was not a man of war. He was not trained in war. In fact, Saul tried to give him many reasons. He said, no, 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 no. Result is what I'm going to give, not reasons. I'm not going to accept any of these reasons. He was not a man of war. He was not trained in war. He didn't come to fight. He wasn't prepared for battle. Goliath was a giant. I mean, several things. Several, several things. And remember too, while he was keeping the sheep of his father, he said this story in 1 Samuel 17, 34. He said, the lion came, I slew it. The bear came, I slew it. He could have gone to his father and said that a uh, lion showed up today. Hey, I ran. <laughs> I took to my ears. Ah, thank God I came home alive. He could have gone that way. And the bear showed up. But not a man like David. Very, very responsible. No complaint, just commitment. Wasn't going to be giving reasons, results. Remember the parable of the talents. Two gave results, one gave reasons. The one who gave results were commended. The one who gave reasons was condemned. You choose which one you want. You choose, 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 choose which one you want. And even when David was taken to the palace of Saul, and he was, you know, singing for Saul, playing music, instrument, the harp for him, and then the, the evil spirit of insanity that tormented Saul would leave. You know, there was a day that Saul threw a javelin at him, almost killing him. That was the day David could have packed this load and said, I know they do again. I'm not, I'm going home to my father's house. They didn't pursue me from my father's house. I'm going. <laughs> but not David. He was too committed. He stayed and kept playing the harp for this man. <sighs> Let me ask you a question. Can God count on you that much? Can God count on can God count on you that much? Ask yourself. Even in the work of ministry, can they count on you that much? That something is handed over to you and everybody can go to sleep. This was this was one of the ways that David won the heart of God. It was one of the ways David won the heart of God. Listen, God is not excited about your potentials. He is more excited about your decisions. And in the same way, the devil is afraid of your decisions, not your potentials. Yeah, no, 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 no. God is more excited about your determination, not your promises. And the devil is also very afraid of your determination, not really about the promises you are making. Promise yourself you make a new year resolution and all of those things. Oh, the devil doesn't fear those things. Your determination. 
You know what? The determined child will always beat the promising child hands down. It doesn't matter how promising you are. You will end less than your true potential until the day you rise up in determination. Until the day you rise up in determination. So that was the story of Deborah. When other people were sitting still, including the men, says, I, Deborah, arose. Beloved, when will you arise in the place of responsibility? When will you arise in the place of commitment? Where, when will you arise? In the place of giving results, when will you arise in the place of execution? Will you be that man that God can count on? I want you to, 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 to consider today Ask yourself, what is that thing or what are those things that God is currently counting on me for and that I am delivering? If there is none, you need to sit down and evaluate your life. What assignment has been committed to you and write it down? And how can you make up your mind to be be committed that God heaven can count on you for this one thing? And that it will not fail in your hands. Will you be like David? Who would not leave anything without handing it over to a keeper? Oh, may God help you, beloved. May God grant you grace and strength. May God give you wisdom. May God equip you with abilities. May God encourage you. Receive courage and resilience to deliver results every time. May you be that man that God can count on in this generation. In the name of Jesus Christ, I call you blessed and I commend you to God. Till I come your way one more time tomorrow, shalom. know that Reverend Dr. Temilolo Aliu is a certified life coach and you can have a free coaching session with him. Visit ordainedcoach.com right away to learn more about him and this rare opportunity. Are you led to be a financial part of our ministry or to support what God is doing through our ministry and this podcast? You can give online by visiting bit.ly forward slash give to precepts today. We hope you were blessed by today's podcast. We encourage you to live by the truth you have heard today and share the link with your friends and family. Don't forget to click the notification bell so that you won't miss any episode. The Lord bless you richly.